DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Craig Bowlerjack joins us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Sprint makes it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Bowler, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing all right. I just read a thing the other day, or yesterday, and I thought of you. Read that what, th- uh, what, they were going to let yeah. 70 people per team in Orlando, which is a much bigger number than I would have guessed. And granted, wow. I'm just guessing, but And maybe the 70's wrong. It's one report, right? So maybe yeah, it's, it's wrong. it's one report. Right. Well, but, you know, look, on a regular uh, flight that we travel on, it depends on the day, but, you know, I think in Oklahoma City, minus the beat riders that were there that don't fly on the charter, it's upwards of between 45, 47, and, um, you know, sometimes 50. But um, maybe that does, if that report's true, does that allow broadcasters and reporters uh, inside the bubble? We'll just have to wait and see. I, that's the one thing. I mean, we've been talking for months about what's the plan. We're, we're going to find out soon. Yeah, what do you think of the plan that's been reported so far? You know, PK, I, I think it's fair. I, I think it's a, you know, I don't think you'll make everybody happy. And I think there's some teams probably that were not in the playoff scenario that don't want to restart, even though it's going to put them in a situation where they won't play basketball upwards to, what, nine months if it's true that we would restart a new season, the 2021 season, in December. In fact, would it be Christmas Day? I mean, those are a lot of things that have been, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, passed around now for several months. But uh, I think it's interesting to play eight regular season games. And, you know, the schedule that's been put out there shows us playing the Spurs a couple of times, Lakers, obviously, um, Oklahoma City. So, you know, the Jazz have a chance to either, you know, climb the ladder a bit or they could take a tumble as they are a four seed as we speak. Um, would play Oklahoma City. Still don't know if they'll reseed the teams, PK. If that's the case, that's a 7 versus 10, which is the Houston Rockets, if that's where the Jazz would actually be. I think the eight-game regular season is intriguing because it does give everyone a chance to get into a different mode, I think, of, of, health, you know, of health. You know, if you're in shape, trying to ward off injuries and then also maybe get into a new mindset about the postseason. I think jumping right into the postseason would have been difficult, but at the same time, um, I still think some teams may be more focused than others, and that's going to play a factor in how this thing turns out. So uh, would you, if it were up to you, Emperor Craig Bullerjack, would the Emperor reseed them 1-16 through 16 or stay with the East-West formats <laughs> we're used to? Well, you know, there, there's so much talk, DJ, about the league trying to re-energize fans and put in some new ways of thinking, which, again, it's, it's about, you know, in-season tournaments. It's about, they've talked about this exact scenario, right? And how would that pan out? You know, if you want to try it, then why not this season? Because 2020 is going to be remembered as one of the most challenging years in the NBA and all the sports, and of course for all of this, you know, health, et cetera, and uh, and beyond, as we know, with the unrest around the country as it is. So, well, I guess they could try it. It wouldn't bother me to see it, and 
and see how the reseeding goes, and we'd get a pretty good feel how the fan base thinks about it. But my guess is, if you know, my feeling is, if there's ever a place and a time to try a new format, then why not in Orlando? Because everything else is totally new, and this plan is something that's never been done before, and it, it wouldn't upset me either way. And maybe it'd be really intriguing. But at the same time, a lot of people like, you know, the old way of doing it. I've, I've read and talked to people who don't want to see that. They want to play, you know, West, East, then, of course, the East and the West meet for the championship. So um, we'll see what, what the final vote is. I'm sure the Board of Governors have a lot of differing opinions as well. But I think there's a real swell of support with what Adam Silver's trying to do and what he's, uh, you know, what the plan is. So my thought with Bogdanovich, the Jazz had a certain ceiling, and maybe that's winter playoff round, and then right. see what would happen in the second. So without him, you would think that potentially the ceiling would drop, but I'm not so sure it would drop. So I'm making an argument that there's a potential that with or without Bogdanovich and taking nothing away from him as a player, the ability to advance as far as they would with him could potentially be the same as without him. PK, I think everything's on the table. Um, I really do. They're going to miss 20 points in a 41% shooter, but then you have Joe, who really, I think, you know, you just had him on, and uh, I think Joe's personally is is a better fit as a starter. Look, he's made an adjustment, and that second unit was rolling pretty strong uh, prior to COVID um, on March 11th, but he would jump in, I'm guessing, back as a starter. Clarkson plays a bigger role than ever, uh, along with George Niang, Tony Bradley backing up uh, a few minutes for uh, uh, for Gobert. But, you know, PK, the, the biggest thing I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in is what teams really are wanting to be there. What teams are going to be mentally uh, fit or mentally focused on leaving family and restarting a season and then also, how many guys are actually going to take the time to really bust tail to get back into NBA basketball shape? So I think there's a lot of openings there for a lot of different storylines and a few surprises along the way. Why not the Jazz? Yeah, I think Quinn Snyder and his staff, one thing I found out in the six years covering Quinn is that uh, they bust tail in camp. And the eight games that they are allowed to play prior to the playoffs, I think, is a perfect scenario for them to draw the plan up, TK, to what they need and who and how the rotations will be met. And I think it plays into the I think it plays in the hands of the Jazz pretty well, to be honest with you. You know, you bring up an interesting point about how bad do players want this. It seems like there's different phases. There could be the guys who are all in who want it no matter what. Guys who kind of sort of put in the effort. Um, But I also wonder about this middle ground where you're putting in the effort, you're playing, but when you get down in the playoffs 2-0-3-1 and you realize you could go home and be outside the bubble. I mean, we're talking about guys who are going to be in the bubble for three months. Well, that's if you go to the finals game seven, you're there October 12. But that means a a month earlier, 18 of the 22 teams are eliminated at our home. Right, that last right. month will be conference finals. So when a team gets down two zero or three one, and there isn't a crowd, they're screaming, trying to get you back in the series. 
whether it's conscious or subconscious, do teams roll over, give up, get beat, or at least not fight back to the maximum effort and try to battle through it? DJ, I think that's really one of, is going to be one of the the, uh, the factors of how teams respond uh, during this whole bubble time. I think we underestimate the energy that fans give give players and the feeling in that building. I mean, we know it in Salt Lake. You know, we we see it all around the league, and you can't replicate it. Uh, you know, you can't do cardboard cutouts and you can't pipe it in. I mean, you can. But it's not going to be the same. But you make a great point. If you get down in a series and you say, you know, I can go home, knowing that if we play until October 15th, we have to turn around, by the way, and this all starts again in two months' time. And camp would open in about five weeks' time. And we, if they're going to play in, in December, then October to November, and then by that time you're right back at it. And you may say, you know what, um, it's not worth it. And it's, I think, again, it's going to be the biggest, I think, uh, hurdle for, for these guys to, to, to make is how mentally tough and who leads them to say, no, let's push through the wall. I mean, is it LeBron? Is it Kawhi? Is it Antetokounmpo? Is it Donovan? You know, who really is the – who's going to lead the other 12 or 15 or 17 if they expand rosters? Who knows? But I think that's really going to be a part of the, the storyline through all this is the mental side of it, and if it's mental fatigue, and also because of the bubble, being isolated, do they bring family to help offset that in some way? Uh, and maybe we'll find out more of, the, more of those answers, obviously, today. I think you get these guys and pick up games in the summer, and they go crazy and want to win. And if these games are going to be televised, and whether they have fans in there or not, people are going to know, and your rep is going to be on the line, and nobody wants to be embarrassed. So I think they're going to ball out just like they always do. Yeah, another good point, man. I mean, it's true. I mean, I, I, I don't know. But your point's well taken, too, man. I mean, they, if you give them a basketball in many cases, uh, they'll, they want to play, and you roll a nickel on the floor, and they'll say, let's go. Uh, but again, I wonder what what the isolation will be, PK. I, I just don't know if the bubble is truly as tight as it's going to have to be to protect them from, you know, the virus or, or whatever. I mean that that they they have to be tested daily, and very few will be able to come and go. So I don't know if that wears on an individual or not. But we're going to find out. But I'm with you. These guys do have a lot of pride in who they are and what they do. There's no doubt about that. And you just wonder if, if the whole thing will fatigue them. And like you said, if they feel like they would rather be home or, or not. And if, like DJ said, if you're down 3-0, uh, you know, if we fold the tent, we can go home and get ready for a new season. So all of this is going to be played out. And I think, obviously, the, the stronger teams, the mentally you know, tougher team or the individual who's going to lead will play a factor in this thing, too. I don't want to put an asterisk on the season. That's been a lot of, you know, a lot of talk about it. This may be the most intriguing, challenging NBA season of all time. So even though you may say, well, it's been shortened, it still, I think, is going to be whoever is crowned champion has gone through a hell of a lot. And I think when they, at the end of the day, when they stand there with the Larry O'Brien Trophy uh, in October, you know, it's going to be quite an achievement, in my opinion. You know, they're so competitive, they want to beat the grandma on checkers. So, 
You would. Oh yeah. You'd think they bring some juice, but I just don't know about the. Uh, you know when you're when you're isolated there, if you just want to get the heck out of there. Well, the routine's going to be broken, right? The routine, the freedoms. I mean, the coming and going, uh, the plane trips, the bus rides, going out to dinner. Uh, all those things change coming back home, seeing the family. So it's it's all going to be a different routine, which they do. You know, I think all athletes, you know, what what do Wade Boggs do? And he he had like chicken every time he played baseball. He, there's there's habits. There's there's ways that they go about, you know, prepare, preparing. And if that if that's broken, then that you know, maybe plays a factor too. They're all going to have to adjust. Everybody will, and it just depends on which team can handle it the best. And and also, I think the I concern I think all GMs and player personnel directors have is, are these guys going to get back in a really good basketball shape? It takes time. George Niang, we were on a Zoom call with him about three weeks ago, and he says, you know, it, it does take time. I just can't pick up a basketball and be, you know, in NBA shape. You can be in shape, but if they always talk about being NBA ready, and it's going to take some time. And again, what if a, a player, a star player, a mega star player, what if a hamstring what if a you know a quad? What if you have an Achilles strain? I mean, all those things are going to come into play. It happens in playoffs anyway. Injuries. The Jazz have had their shares. We've we've seen uh, Memo have an Achilles tear in a, in a playoff game, and uh, Rudy Gobert uh, has has had a, the knee hyperextension in a playoff game. So, it most likely you got to prepare for that too. That's going to happen along the way. And what if two guys? Let me just throw this in. What if someone stumped? COVID positive, how does that impact the bubble? And those are all things that we'll get, hopefully we'll find out what the, what the plan will be if they you know, take that person away and then everyone's tested and uh, we go back to playing or do you shut it down? I don't know. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of answers that we hopefully will get today. So I actually think this is going to be a showcase for the NBA because they're going to be in a playoff situation, and I don't know if baseball is going to come back or not. So there literally could be none of our major sports playing. And if I were to ask you who won the 19-whatever NBA title, I don't know that you could uh, recall it off the top no. of your head. But no. 25 years from now, if I ask you who won the 2020 down there in Orlando, you're going to know right. like this. So yeah. it's going to be a showcase for the league, and they're going to flourish in it. Well, it's like the lockout season, too, of 99, right? I mean, the Jazz were tagged to maybe have a good chance to win it because of age and their veteran savvy, and they'd been there twice before recently, but it ended up being San Antonio. They went on to win multiple titles, right? And you're right. I mean, 2020 will be marked as a special season, and I, I think just like the lockout year in some ways, but – this is even above and beyond PK. Uh, and that's why I really believe that whoever is the last man, last team standing, I think there's, there's going to be a special, a special feel because of everything that the league had gone through, but also uh, what players have had to go through themselves to get back in shape, uh, survive the bubble, uh, survive the, the uh, two months away from family in case, in, if in fact that's the case and then end up winning a championship. So, yeah, I agree. 2020 is going to be marked as uh, quite a year. He's Craig Bullerjack. He joins us every week, and he is waiting in the coming days to find out what his life is going to look like in August and September. 
<laughs> I'm anxious to hear. I want to work. I I don't know if we'll broadcast, uh, if that's all network. Uh, you know, if, if by chance we broadcast out of some studio in Salt Lake City, uh, it'll be good to reconnect with Jazz Nation. But at the same time, uh, studio work, as you guys know, DJ, uh, PK, is more difficult uh, because you're not on the site. Uh, you just have to try to bring it alive as the best you can. And even without fans, I think it's going to be even more of a challenge, to be totally honest. But I think fans, though, are so hungry, they're going to be glued. Uh, and there's going to be multiple games played. You're going to get a big, uh, you know, uh, a big filling of, of basketball on a daily basis for for quite a while during these first uh, first month of the season while they play through the eight games and set up the playoffs. But yeah, I think uh, you know Locke would want to be there. I'd want to be there. And uh, but we'll, again, it's a wait and see match to see what the league will want. Will want. And they do have the the the, uh, the capacity to see that many media members and provide that many broadcast sites. I don't know. Again, hopefully those answers come today. Bowler, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Always, guys. We'll see you soon.